right. So what is question number one on your heart? Well, the absolute number one is that I would like to see both my children walking closer to the Lord. Yeah. I would like to know that. I would like to really, as a mother, that is by far number one. Hey fam, welcome to the Prophetic Listening Podcast, the art of hearing God's perfect will. The podcast that invites you to tune into God's guidance and discover his flawless plan for your life. I'm Michelle Honora, your host, and I'm thrilled to have you here. I'm an author, speaker, and spiritual direction coach, as well as the founder and director of the Center for Prophetic Listening. In a world filled with noise and distractions, finding clarity in God's will can be a challenge, especially if you're facing significant life transitions. Whatever challenges you're encountering, you're about to learn how to discern God's perfect will for both significant and everyday situations. So tune in, open your heart, and embark with me on this sacred quest to hear God's voice and discern His perfect will for your life. Welcome to the Prophetic Listening Podcast. Today, I have a special guest with me. Her name is Dr. Angela Pulse, um, and she is a pastor, y'all. She she is the pastor of Pulse of Life Church in Vermilion, South Dakota. Welcome, Dr. Pulse. How are you? Yeah. Good. Thank you so much. I'm so excited to be here. Yeah, thanks for joining me. Um, so why don't you go ahead and tell our audience a little bit about yourself, um, because you're, you do a lot of stuff. You, you wear a lot of hats and, uh, and you're, you're really a fascinating, probably one of the most fascinating women I've ever met. Um, just the array of work that you do ministry that you do, um, and, and the impact that you make in the local community. So why don't you tell our audience a little bit about yourself? Yeah. So I'll just kind of start with where I am now and just skip backwards a yeah. little bit. So, um, I'm, I'm planting a church in Vermilion through the Foursquare, the international, um, gospel of the foursquare and really kind of with my husband we're kind of doing this together so i'm the senior pastor he's on this the assistant pastor um, going through this process we started this about three years ago so i'm licensed with foursquare as a minister and my husband is ordained through uh, church of the gate in sioux falls and in addition to that i just uh, finished my doctorate in education at the University of South Dakota. So I'm a bivocational pastor. So mm -hmm. I'm kind of got, I'm in two places right now. Um, still hanging out at the university until God calls me, <clears throat> you know, into a different place into full-time ministry. But I've been in part-time ministry for um, a really long time. since like 2016. Um, so I've done a lot of different different things. I mean, I've, I've been an inner healing facilitator since probably like the last five years. I am a facilitator with a ministry called the ultimate journey, um, out of Des Moines, which is one of the, um, greatest blessings that has come into my life personally, just going through that myself. And then also being able to share that with others. And you um, are my facilitator. So full disclosure guys, um, <laughs> Uh, Angela was my facilitator for phases one and, and three. I did phase two with uh, another facilitator, um, lovely Susan Nelson, but uh, the, the, the program is really robust in terms of inner healing. I mean, we're talking about going to childhood traumas. We're talking about yeah. digging out the lies um, and, and you were an excellent facilitator um, through with the ultimate journey. So um, just put that out there, but sorry, didn't mean to cut you off. <laughs> no, no, this is no, actually, that's a great segue into 
you know, my story is a lot about that. It's about inner healing. Mm-hmm. Um, I've I've been in the education space for over 20 years, and I've largely been in adult education. I've been a college professor for a time in my past and done a, a myriad of other things um, in the in administration level, ministry level, teaching level, kind of been in those spaces most of my life. And so, you know, I was going through and it just, I went through my own journey of inner healing in 2017, 2016, 2017. And that kind of transformed my life. I was, you know, I would have my job, my family was kind of doing my thing and um, just had been carrying some baggage from my past. And it just caught up with me. I got a point in my life where I just became paralyzed, paralyzed from the pain of my past, paralyzed, and I could not move forward. And it was a just, I was just in a really bad place in my life. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's where the gate, uh, where I went to them and I went to some trained inner healing ministers at the gate mm-hmm. who walked me through a very powerful experience with the Holy Spirit. And it was my first time ever experiencing that. And it changed my life. It changed my countenance. It changed my future. It changed the direction of my life. And I mean, immediately after I came through that, I call it my 90-day honeymoon period with the Holy Spirit. The Lord just started speaking to me in powerful ways about my future and about going to seminary and about turning my life and making him the focus of everything I do. And it was really a pivotal point in my life where I said, you know, okay, God, I'm yours. I, you know, he he took, I, you know, my, my thing to him, I was actually in the middle of all this going, Lord, if you just deliver me from this, you know, I, I'm yours. If you mm-hmm. just, and he did, he was faithful to that, to that mm-hmm. promise. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Awesome. So now you're, you're moving forward with Pulse of Life Church in Vermilion. When, when is it opening? So we're, we're, <laughs> God willing, we are opening on August 14th and I am going to make that date <laughs> as best I can. We're, praise we're still, yeah, praise the Lord. We're going to open on August 14th. So we're still working through some things you know, ordinances and codes and things like that we have to meet, but that's kind of, that is our goal date. Excellent. Excellent. All right. So you have experience with the prophetic. Um, I know that you do a lot of work with inner healing, but you're also, um, your plan is to bring prophetic into the church and um, into your church and to really make room for the spirit filled, right? Um, for, For those who are listening, maybe for the first time, or they're just pretty new uh, to a spirit-filled life and the prophetic and just hearing from a pastor, what, how would you describe um, the prophetic gift of the, of the Holy Spirit? Uh, It's such a beautiful thing, but the one, I think the one thing that really resonates with me is that for me personally, the prophetic has always been a place of encouragement and empowerment and infilling. So it's like the Lord is declaring things over me, right? So I'm I'm receiving these things and it's just like he's saying here he's like this is your this is this is your anointing, this is what you're walking into. Not it's not like telling the future, but it's I call it like an affirmation mm-hmm. and a declaration that this is the calling. This is the anointing that's on you. This is the calling on you. Or it could be just, you know, like words of words of uh, encouragement, or I call Mm. it affirmations. Mm -hmm. Um, So it's really about building up. It's about edification um, of of the person edification of the church. 
Yeah, that's a really good description. Whenever I think of uh, the prophetic, because I think a lot of times people, even in secular society, they think, oh, if something is prophetic, it's like they're indicating the future. And a lot that that does happen quite a bit. Um, but a lot of times it's confirmation of what God has already told you. A lot of yeah. times it's um, him calling out what's what's within you that maybe you can't see or, or you've lost sight of. Uh, and, and a lot of times it really is, it comes down to God building up his people, uh, and, yeah. and bringing forth clarity. Uh, so prophetic listening uh, is a little bit different from other streams of the prophetic, because this is really just focusing on two people coming together, hearing God's voice and seeking his face for very specific, uh, questions, specific matters. And because God is not the author of confusion, uh, whatever I'm hearing and whatever you're hearing, they should be aligned if we're both hearing from Holy Spirit, right? Uh, and sometimes it looks a little bit different. Sometimes they're like pieces of a puzzle that can come together um, where you're getting one piece, I'm getting the other and it comes together. Sometimes it's kind of a, a stacking that happens. So yeah. you're getting one detail and God like continues to stack it and, and fill, a, fill in the blanks. But um, all that to say, we're going to go ahead and get started on prophetic listening. So I have never done a prophetic listening session with you. I'm actually really exciting, excited about this. Okay. Yeah. This okay. Great. So, um, so I have my, my little, um, handbook here on prophetic listening. And basically the way that we're going to start this off with is, um, we're going to shoot for three questions. So, um, what would you say are, and, and they can be whatever you want them to be, but what would you say are the top three questions you would like to ask the Lord. And what I'm going to do is um, I have a, a pen and paper in front of me and I always tell people write the questions, but under underneath each question, leave some space for God's answer. And before you write the next question. Okay. All right. So what is question number one on your heart? Well, the absolute number one is that I would like to see both my children walking closer to the Lord. Yeah. I would like to know that. I would like to really, as a mother, that is by far number one. Um, you know, my my children both have secular jobs and my heart, my heart just, I would really in my heart like to see them. And I think that's the one thing I ask the Lord. It's like, I'm asking him today, like, what does that look like for my children? Mm. Just to walk with you, to abide with you. Okay. So do we want to ask them or ask him, um, God, what do you have to say about my kids yeah. walk with you? And yeah. yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Okay. Perfect. All right. So leave some space under that for his answer. And then what's the second question on your heart. Um, the second one is God, what do you want to do with this church in Vermillion? Mm. Yeah. What do you want to do with this church?
What's number three? Third one is a little bit more challenging. It's, um, I want to go into full-time ministry, but the Lord hasn't produced that yet. I mean, they're, they're, it's just not there yet. So I guess I don't want to ask a when question, but I kind of want to say, God, when can I go into the ministry full-time? Sure. And when you say it's not quite there yet, are you referring to just financially or it's, or is it, it hasn't, it's just in my heart. He hasn't released me yet from Um, USD because I think, I think there's some things he wants me to do there. Okay. I, I, I think there's some people he wants me to reach and he wants me to like have some impact there with the students and with the faculty and the staff. So, you know, I think that it's, it's a win question. Yeah. Okay. When will I be released to the full-time ministry? And um, I always tell people, um, I'm pretty transparent about this. So there are certain uh, prophetic ministries or streams where they, where they say a lot of things like um, no dates, fates, or babies. Like don't prophesy over that. I know, I know, I know. A common rule. We don't follow that here. Okay. Okay. Well, because it, if you look at scripture, I mean, now if God doesn't want to reveal a date or something, then sure. Yeah. That's perfectly within his right not to do that. But there are times when he would give a specific date. He told, um, Abram and Sarah, uh, Hey, a year from now, you're going to have Isaac. You know, there, there are certain yep. situations where he gave, um, very specific instruction, Hosea, go marry Gomer. Like, you know, mm-hmm. so the and and um and then there are times when he's like mm, I don't need to know that this is on a need to know basis <laughs> so yeah, I always true. like to give him the room to yeah. tell us if it's on a need to know basis or if it's a mm, I'm not going to reveal that but I don't want to sure. like shut it down before we even ask there's no harm in asking yeah. right yeah okay all right so what we're going to do next um now that we have the three questions um I'm going to clear the room. And for those of you watching uh, this podcast uh, for the first time or or listening for the first time, clearing the room is a pivotal exercise in prophetic listening. Every time we try to hear God speak, we have to be cognizant that there are three voices at play. Um, There's the Lord who we want to hear. There's the enemy who we do not want to hear. And then there's our flesh that can rise up and sometimes uh, deceive us and in order to cut through those false voices and really just get to the truth of, of, um, what God is saying, I like to use an exercise called clearing the room, which is basically a set of, um, commands, spiritual commands and, and prayers that, um, create a safe space and environment where we know that we know that we know, okay, God's speaking. Um, and we're, we're not filtering it through the other stuff. So, I'm going to clear the room. I'm going to say this prayer aloud, and then I'll ask the first question. And the way that this works, Angela, is that we will just do one question at a time. So I'll ask the the uh, first question. We'll both listen uh, and write down whatever we're hearing or perceiving. Obviously, if you have um, pictures, not just words, if you have unctions or feelings in your spirit, make note of it. I'll do the same. And then all I need you to do is tell me when you feel like you're ready or that you've received, you know, everything you're going to receive for that question. And then we'll come together and compare. Okay. Okay. Any questions? No. 
you look nervous. Are you okay? A little bit. I've done, not done this before. So it's okay. being recorded. Oh, so. it's all right. Don't, don't worry. Um, all right. and besides I can, I can always edit. Yeah. All right. <laughs> okay. So let's go ahead and start praying, um, and clear the room. So Lord, we just thank you for this time. Father, I thank you for Angela's heart to listen and hear your voice and your voice alone. We come to you with expectant and grateful hearts. Your word says in James 1, 5, that you pour out your wisdom liberally on all who ask for it. And so we take you at your word. Lord, we repent for any of our sins, for all of our sins, sins of omission and commission. We come to you with clean hearts and pure consciences, and we receive the forgiveness your son died to give us. We renounce this avow and change our minds over any agreement with the enemy or the things of the enemy. And we plead the blood of Jesus over us afresh. In the name of Jesus, I command any spirit that is not of God to be bound and silenced by the blood and the authority of Jesus Christ. Any spirit of deception, confusion, disorder, any spirit trying to disguise itself as light as God's voice, I cut off your tongues and silence your voice. I banish you from our presence and bind you to the foot of the cross. Every last spirit named or not named that is not of God, you are banished from this place, rendered ineffective and completely silenced. I revoke any invitation extended to you knowingly or unknowingly by me or by Angela, leave now, go to the foot of the cross and do not return. We are children of the most high King and you are not allowed to speak to us or bring any sort of deception, confusion, or influence of any kind in Jesus name. And in the name of Jesus, we plead the blood of Jesus over our hearts, minds, spirits, and bodies. We command our minds to be silent and still for the duration of this session. We place our minds, thoughts, understandings, biases, all the fleshly parts of us on the shelf. And we invite Holy Spirit within us to come to a place of prominence. Holy Spirit, we invite you to take the driver's seat of our beings. We submit our minds, wills, and emotions to you. Let us see what you see. Let us hear what you hear. Let us perceive what you and only you perceive. We want to receive what you have to say through your spotless lens. Lord, we thank you. Thank you for your voice. Thank you for your presence. Thank you for your willingness to speak. Let us hear your voice and your voice alone. We come to you with ready and expectant hearts, and we thank you for the revelation you're about to give us. This we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. All right. So Lord, we lift up this first question to you, which is, what do you have to say about Angela's kids, um, their walk with you, their relationship with you? What do you want Angela to know? Ready? Mm -hmm. What'd you hear? Um, So I heard that I'm readying your son's heart to receive me. So he's readying, he's, he's at work. Um, yeah. And he said, I'm, I'm stirring a new thing in your daughter and I'm sending someone to her as a shepherd to her in her faith to bring her back. It's mm. wonderful. Okay. So I heard they're in my hand, my hand, beloved, they know the truth. They see the truth. Then I heard, I, I got the sense, um, that, uh, distractions are at play, that they're mm-hmm. very distracted at the moment. Um, and I even see that there's kind of like a spirit of distraction that's kind of like mm-hmm. interfering, which, um, mm-hmm. uh, uh, then I heard him say, and this may sound harsh, but it felt like it was, it was ultimately a good thing. I felt like he was saying, I will force their hand. 
mm-hmm. um, meaning they will they will choose like they'll need to choose. Mm-hmm. Um, and I felt like he was saying right now there there isn't a choice because they don't they don't have to choose. They don't feel like they have to choose. There's nothing that's really compelling them. Um, but I heard him say they they will choose. Yeah. No, that's, that's really good. Yeah, I just, those are just awesome, awesome words. And there's a lot of, I just feel, I just get a sense of just a lot of peace in that, in those words that you shared with me, because I just, yeah, maybe there's a lot of meaning there. Just, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, actually, I usually do this every time I, I do a session, um, sometimes questions will pop up as we're listening to what God says mm-hmm. <laughs> and you're mm-hmm. like, well, what, God, what do you mean by that? Or what exactly does that right. mean? So just want to check in. Um, did you have any clarifying questions on anything he has said? Otherwise we can move to the second one. No, I just have thoughts. I mean, I have words for the Lord about, yeah. about things, you know, especially when you were, um, when the Holy spirit was, revealing about like he's going to have to to like they're going to be at a crossroads and they're going to have to make a choice Mm -hmm. and they know the truth Mm -hmm. but you're but the distractions are keeping them um so that it's kind of like i'll get to it tomorrow i'll get to it next week i'll i'll go i'll go to church you know next week and there's always a serious about my relationship yeah eventually always a (laughs) eventually right so they know they know the truth they believe but life is keeping them so busy and so hectic that they they aren't able to walk out their faith and that's why i feel like you know like when the lord's just instead of me doing the work let the lord do the work through mm-hmm. other people and that brings me peace that it's not on me it, the Lord will bring people around them and to have peace in that because they're both in good places. Um, and just believing that there's going to be somebody that will shepherd them in their mm-hmm. faith. Even as you were speaking just now about kind of your role in it, I felt, I just felt like the Lord was saying your role in it is to, is to thank me, thank yeah. me in advance, like be thanking yes. me. Um, where is it in Romans where it says um, to speak, speak the the things as though they were i feel like he's just saying literally just start thanking me hey thank you that you have my my son thank you that you have my daughter thank you that they know you thank you that they have a a vibrant relationship with you that you've turned their lives around you just keep thanking them yes absolutely absolutely okay yes ready for number two yes okay (laughs) you're getting harder as we go yeah (laughs) (laughs) All right. So Lord, we just thank you for what you have revealed um, about Angela's kids. And we thank you, Father, for the path that you have for them. And we thank you, Lord, for um, whatever mechanisms you choose to use to bring them fully uh, under your Lordship. We just thank you and praise you that that it's on you to do and and that you will do it because you're faithful, God. Um, and I just feel like he's saying, I don't take your ministry, Angela, I don't take your ministry lightly. I don't take the sacrifices you've made lightly. I don't take your yes lightly. Um, 
And I just feel like he's saying like with that, there are, he sees you. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah. Okay. So Lord, we, we lift up this next question to you, which is uh, what do you want to do with pulse of life church? God, what do you, what do you want to do with this church plant uh, in Vermilion? What's your heart for it? Ready? Yeah. What'd you get? A few just kind of sort of some short, succinct thoughts. One was the, so he started off talk, telling you, just sharing with me that um, it was meant to be this building we got because it was a former medical clinic yeah. and it's supposed to be a place of healing and it's always going to be a place of healing. And so he's like, you build it, they will come. Mm -hmm. You just, your obedience so to me, they will come. He says, I am seeking a revival there in that city. My spirit will be poured out on the city and you are my partner in my kingdom plan for that region. Hearts will be changed and the people will be amazed at the glory of it all. So beautiful. Okay. All right. So what I heard was expand my kingdom. I'm using this church as a vessel to expand my kingdom to those catch this to those actively living in rebellion. Mm. Many will join and rejoice that the dry lands of Vermilion are quenched with the rain of my spirit. But many more will come to be delivered, set free, ministered to, and told the truth in love. And I got, I saw the sea of people, um, young people, older people, but people who have really just chosen to kind of rebel and go their own way. And we're reading between the lines here, but you know, mm -hmm. certain, mm -hmm. certain individuals. And I, I, I just feel like um, I, I saw this picture of them coming kind of in waves to the church because they, they want the truth and they're finally ready to hear the truth. Mm -hmm. um, and you guys are, uniquely anointed and appointed to, to disseminate the truth, but in love, whereas they always heard it from a harsh, um, absent of love. And so then I, I heard him say, you, um, pulse of life church are a rod and a beacon of my truth where the rebellious will submit to me at last. Oh, that's so amazing. That is so, oh. That is this, I just received that. That's yeah. Yeah. I just love that he is that we're just we're just surrendering to this mighty work that he's doing. Like it's such an honor. Like I don't need any of the glory or any of the recognition. Like I'm excited. I'm like, I told I, I was sharing this with with another pastor friend. Like, I just weigh on a be on the front row seat of like all this, it's going to go down. Like, I want to be right there. I don't want to miss a thing. <laughs> I just want to be in the front row because I want to take it all in. Cause, um, for a long time, people have been praying for this community. And for so many, there's been an outpouring of so many prayers and so much from outside of Vermilion praying and pouring into the city Yeah, that my heart is that my heart's desire is that the Holy spirit will come into this place and hearts will be changed. Mm -hmm. Um, that thinking that wrong thinking will be made right. Yes. And that the truth 
of eternal life will be that thing that just clicks. It's like, oh, it's not all about me. It's mm-hmm. there's there's life after this. I'm like, yeah, there's a life after this. Yeah. 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 It's and it's better than the life they had. Oh yeah. Before. Yeah. It's so yeah. good. Okay. Are you ready for the next yeah. one? So Lord, we just thank you for what you've revealed and the word that you've spoken over Pulse of Life Church. Now we lift up to you um, this third and final question, which is, Lord, Angela, she doesn't feel like she's been released from um, her university job yet. And she wants to know, Father, um, when will she be released to to ministry full time? And also... um, you know, what are, what is it that you're working on in the meantime? Ready? Mm-hmm. Okay. What'd you hear? He said, um, I am working on a grand transition plan for you, my beloved daughter, that will exceed all your expectations. Don't fret or worry. I've got this all covered in my perfect timing. It will not be a long time off, but it won't be tomorrow either. So, um, I always get slightly nervous when I'm hearing a potential date, but I'm just going to put it out there and we will, we'll see in time. Um, time will tell. So immediately when we ask the question, um, about being released and, and, you know, staying for now, I heard the word bridge. I heard him say, um, I've caused you to be a bridge between the college and the church. Um, there's, and I felt like he was saying there's a unique influence there. Um, so there's a unique influence there that I'm using for the church weight. And then I closed my eyes and I was like, okay, God, do you have a time frame? Is there's, you know, and I, I just got this sense of two years. Um, and, and so I closed my eyes again. I was like, okay, well, you know, when, when will she be entering or stepping into full-time ministry? And I just saw 2025, potentially 2026. Um, and then I heard him say, expect to remain unless and until I say otherwise, wait, beloved, I'll make it clear. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is that like That's dreaded cool. news of two years? No, no. But what's perfect about that is when you were talking about the favor, like there is something God is cultivating at the university. Yes. I can't go into all of it, but you're right. God is on the move and, and it's a great conversation because faculty and staff will say, Hey, I heard you're a pastor. You're starting a church. That's really neat. Can you tell mm-hmm. me about that? Right. So I have a, a lot of good friends who are faculty members and staff and I mentor them and I do a lot of faculty development. So it allows me to get in these spaces, these close mm-hmm. spaces with them and with leadership. Right. So it allows me to be in these spaces and I can have these great conversations mm-hmm. um, about it. And I, feel- I think he wants to do something with that. Yeah. And as you were speaking, I'm sorry, sometimes things will just come to me yeah, as something, yeah. something, but I, and this sounds kind of grand, but I feel like he's saying there's, 
what you're doing now in, in being a part of um, the university and being that bridge that you're laying the foundation for a really strong relationship between that particular university and your church that will yeah. last for generations. Like, I feel like it's like, like pillar yeah. work that you're, you're laying down the work for, for pillar that work that will last long beyond, um, you serving as the pastor, yep. like people, like generations will go by and say like, oh yeah, we've had a really good relationship since, you know, yeah, pastor Angela started the church, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. That's what I saw. Yeah, that's good. That's yeah. really good. Okay. Awesome. So I'll go ahead and, um, uh, seal, seal this prayer. Um, just kind mm-hmm. of pray God's blessing over it. And then I'll ask you really quickly what your thoughts were on prophetic listening. And then I'll let you go. Cause I know that we're a little over time. Okay. Yeah. Um, so Lord, we just thank you so much for this, this time. We thank you for what you've revealed, uh, to Angela about, um, the church, uh, her ministry, God, when you're releasing her to full-time ministry, her kids, we just thank you Lord, um, for, for the wonderful gifts and treasures that you have in store that, and I just see this picture of like gift boxes that are lined up and they're, they're all wrapped and they have bows on them. And I just feel like he's going to present them to you. Like, you know, here's another gift. Okay. Here's another one. Here's another one. Here's another one. And it's just like, he's almost like on a, um, on a conveyor belt of sorts in, in terms of the timing of it. So we just thank you for that, Lord. Um, protect these words, Father. If there was anything that wasn't of you that was spoken, let it fall to the, the ground and be forgotten. But for everything that was you, um, we just plead the blood of Jesus and we say yes and amen to what you want to do. And um, we pray, Lord, that if there are certain um, actions that need to be made in order for, for these things to come forth, that you would make that very, very clear to Angela. Um, but otherwise, we just um, declare and decree uh, a hedge of protection around these words so that they come to pass in full manifestation. And we thank you, Lord, um, for what you're doing in her life, for her good and for your glory. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Okay, so thoughts on prophetic listening now that you actually know what it is. I really like that it's that it's a collaborative process. Yeah. Like and it's it's got it's got both my voice and your voice. Like it's it's we're both hearing mm-hmm. and we're able to work together. It's not just one person speaking over you, but you're hearing it it'll it yeah, I love that part that I feel like the way God speaks to me and through me is being incorporated into the process, which is really beautiful. So yeah. it kind of sets up a um, just a beautiful synergy. And what's also amazing is how how are the words that we were receiving, even though they were in different ways, they kind of aligned. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> And that's the point, right? Because if there, if yeah. for some reason there was total discrepancy or, or like, uh, yeah. what does that mean? Then I would get clarification as yeah. kind of the facilitator. But yeah, they just lined up so you get that confirmation. Yeah, that's really good. I, I like it. So yeah. If somebody asked you awesome. what prophetic listening was, what would you tell them? I kind of describe that I that I think it's where you're we're both listening to what the Lord is saying, um, you know, to us, through us. So, mm-hmm. and just, 
uh yeah just looking for those um yeah those words from both from both perspectives i guess just yeah both spaces um that's the one thing that just really sticks out in in my mind that but again this is my first session i'd like to learn more so you've got me intrigued <laughs> <laughs> like you got me very intrigued just saying mm -hmm. that i want i want to learn more because uh, i think this is a powerful tool for people yeah. to be able to sit in this space and listen to God, what God is speaking about a question or a situation. I've never actually done it this way before, right? Just wrote out the question and said, God, what do you want to do about this? I, this is my first time doing it this way. Usually oh, it's okay. all in my head or vocally, but yeah. I've never actually written it down like this. Okay. I've usually written down what he says to me, but mm -hmm. I never actually wrote down the question and just intentionally went at it, this approached it this way. Yeah. 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 That's one of the things I love about it is that, um, and, and for me, I like having a record. I keep, I keep journals and stuff like that. So I'll look back and I'll look on conversations where I'm like, okay, God, what did you say about this again? Yeah. <laughs> um, and he'll remind me, but anyway, I know that we're over time, so I'll let you go. Thank you so okay. much for, um, yeah. agreeing to appear on the prophetic listening podcast. Um, for those who, happen to come by Vermilion or, or they decide to, to visit South Dakota at some point, where can they find your church and your ministry? Yes, they can find us at pulseoflife.org is our website. Uh, check us out. And yes, we will have our services streaming. Awesome. Awesome. All right. So thank you guys for watching the Prophetic Listening Podcast. Thank you again, Angela, for agreeing to appear on it. And um, if you have more, um, if you're interested in learning about prophetic listening uh, and how you could potentially work with, with me and the Center for Prophetic Listening, you can go to www.propheticlistening.com. Hey, fam, fam. I want to thank you for taking the time to watch this episode. I really, really hoped that you were blessed by it. If this taught you anything about hearing God more clearly, about listening to Him with other people, if it inspired you watching other people connect with the voice of God, I want to encourage you, share this show. Don't be greedy. Don't keep this all to yourself. Share this show. Let other people know about the Prophetic Listening Podcast. Share it on your social. Text a friend about it. Bring it up in conversation. Whatever that looks like for you. Also, if you could do me a huge solid and leave a review, guys, that helps increase visibility. There is nothing like word of mouth traction. So please leave a review. Lastly, if you want to connect with me on social media, you can hit me up on Instagram at the Michelle Honora. You can also find my work, my resources, my e-courses, as well as the certification program on www.propheticlistening.com. Thank you again. Tune into the next episode. We're here every week. Can't wait to see you on the flip side. God bless.